Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 71 of Walk On Radio. I know we've been a little in and out, but we're back. And we have a really fun episode today. We're talking to the twins, Zion and Tristan McCollum of Sam Houston Football. Both played defensive back, and we're going to talk a lot of things. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about their, the combine, talk about their pro day, and, of course, the draft in the NFL, which is coming up in a little bit next week, actually. So before we start all that, Hump, how are you doing? Dalton, I'm good. Uh, it's been been a fun, golly, it's been a fun NFL offseason. Uh, I mean, talk about... I don't remember one that was as big name, crazy moves as this one. I mean, it, it seems like for a little while there, it was every day, uh, you know. And then, of course, yesterday, the Debo Samuel news drops where he wants to be traded. And that's, you know, he was one of the most exciting players in all of football last year. So just things like that, honestly, are kind of filling that football void Uh I've, I haven't really felt myself needing football because it's been so exciting and, and, you know, Sam Houston recruiting has been going well. Uh, of course we have lots of friends that are doing the, the NFL draft process or people that we played against, which is, which is cool for us. USFL started Woody Brandom is, he was getting a lot of publicity on that last week. Yeah, so the, the next Gronk or Gronk know, lookalike, what's going on I with know. that? That's pretty cool, but lots of good stuff, Dalton. Um, you know, and, and and I think we've got a fun episode today with uh, with two Sam Houston legends and future NFL football players. Yeah, so like you said, we have a lot to talk about, and I think uh, we'll kind of cover that more in the couple weeks as we go on. But Hump, kind of give them the schedule, what's looking like, especially next week, uh, what our plan is, especially with the NFL draft coming up. Yeah, so you know, today, like we said, we're going to interview uh, Zion and Tristan McCollum. Uh, next week is the NFL draft. Uh, Thursday is going to be that first round, and if you remember. Dalton and I last year we actually kind of did a week of NFL mock draft where Dalton controls half of the teams, I control half of the teams, and we pretend we we play we play GM dress up that day and we we do the first round of the NFL draft. That's going to be a lot of fun. So that's next week. We're probably going to have one more off season wrap a bow on it episode before me and Dalton both graduate. Um, Man, Dalton, that, that kind of brings a big question. Is Walk On Radio going anywhere? Dude, well, you know, it's it's funny you say that because as we as I've been going through the spring and, and being with the team, a lot of that question has popped up from a bunch of different people. You know, now the Hump's leaving, he's graduating, what's gonna happen? So Hump, what is gonna happen with Walk On Radio? Well, Dalton, I'm not going anywhere, baby. <laughs> Don't walk walk on radio is here to stay. Uh there there's there's no doubt about that. But what I will say, and we're not gonna give away a lot uh, at this moment because we're still kind of still kind of figuring out some ins and outs. But Walk On Radio will look different. It'll come to you differently, um, and, and so we're going to take a little bit of a break while you know we both go home for for the summer. 
God, I got to find a big boy job, I guess. Yeah, I'm, well, you're going yeah, home for the yeah. summer. I'm, I'll be. I'm going home for. I'm going home for for adulthood. Uh, and I'll be just, dying here. Right. Dal- Dalton's just uh, Dalton's just taking a taking a little break before uh, summer workouts start back up. But I think what we're we're probably start the uh, the prediction phase of Walk On Radio maybe June-ish. Yeah. Late late May, yeah. like early June. And like you said, man, we uh, of course with you going on and doing some adult things, we got to transition a little bit. But I'm excited. Uh, we're still going to bring that student-athlete feel because I'm going to be here with the team, but you're not going to be very far. And oh, no. You watch sports, and you're so good with football. I know you're going to be paying attention well, to everything. Obviously, I'm going to continue my die-hard Sam Houston <laughs> fandom. Yeah. Uh, that, now you that, can be like you can be the alumni slash fan. Guess I, yeah, I guess, I guess my tone can be different if, uh, if something needs to be said. But, Hump, the question is at the games. You know, we've had we've had Darth Sammy, Sam Houston, Darth Vader. We've had some Darth Stormtroopers, you know. Hump, are you gonna the Pope? We've seen the Pope. Oh, are we what? gonna see some crazy fandom uh, outfit from you? I, I, I'm thinking. I don't know if you know me. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be polo, hump daddy, <laughs> hair slicked back, double ring wearing, uh, with a cold one in my hand. Yeah, taking advantage right, of that pavilion. Right, exactly. And and I'm excited to. I'm excited to experience the the tailgate side of things. Oh, you, know, yeah. you and I got to do that our red shirt year, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we kind of missed out on that for for a long a long run. Uh, so it'll be different. It'll be different being on the on the other side of things. But I'm excited. Uh, Dalton, we've got some good transfers lately. Good grief! Oh yeah, and wow. I think we're gonna cover that. We have that whole that, that might be that might be a last off season. We got episode. a lot. We got a big episode today with the twins. So let's kind of hop right into that. So let's get going. All right, we're here with the twins, Tristan and Zion McCollum. How are y'all doing today? Man, doing great. Blessed to see you another day. I'm doing great. Uh-huh. Staying in the moment. So now we've got now obviously we're teammates with with Tristan and Zion, uh, national champions with Tristan and Zion. But more importantly, <laughs> Tristan and Zion are pretty avid walk on radio fans and have been have been really since the beginning. So it's it's good to finally have them on. We're excited to talk about their off season, their their preparation for the NFL draft. And, uh, and what's next for them? So kind of starting off, uh, the first question before we even get all that is a question I always like asking players uh, on that come on the show, and that's the national championship game. Now, y'all were here a lot longer than me and Hump were. Y'all kind of been through it all. Y'all were here, I'm pretty sure y'all were here when uh, we lost in North Dakota State pretty badly. This goes last year, yeah. Yeah, so y'all have experienced going from the worst of the worst to the best of the best. So talk to me about that spring season for y'all, and then, of course, the national championship game. And uh, did y'all have any pressure, given that you've been there, or not have been there before, but you've kind of experienced the playoffs, or it was just easy and you knew that this was the team this year? No, yeah. Looking back at that spring season, it started off, you know, crazy with all the adversity we had hit. And our freshman year, when we had went to, uh, I think it was the semifinals, it was the semifinals, yeah. yeah, against North Dakota State and just got blown out. Uh, we come definitely coming into the playoffs. You know, we didn't really know exactly how it was going to turn out, but for some reason, you know, I just had a feeling that it was going to be much better. Just because looking at both of those teams, I definitely feel like uh, the team that won it was definitely the, the the more balanced team on both sides of the ball. So after we won against North Dakota State, you know, uh, we we were we were in on the mountain. You know, <laughs> it was hard to stop us. Oh yeah, I just felt I remember just eating before that game. Bison burgers, my first time trying <laughs> yeah. bison. I'm sure that had a little juju going our way. But I mean, once we got to the national championship itself, 
I, for one, felt no pressure just because, I mean, I felt pressure at halftime versus James Madison. You know, I felt pressure going into North Dakota State after knowing what they did to us my freshman year. So once we overcome all those obstacles, I mean, it was really hard to feel pressure. I mean, I just knew that we had to finish, really. Okay, from the national championship season as a whole, uh, other than the moment we won it, okay, what was what was your guys' favorite memory from from that season? Man, there's so much looking back at it, but I feel like nothing in my mind can top that James Madison game. Being able to do that, especially that comeback that we had. Uh, that that, that memory is going to live forever in my head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm probably the same way. That James Madison game. I mean, just the swing of events. I mean, I don't know. Ryan, you were on the kickoff. Uh, you recovered the fumble. I was on that kickoff running down, too. I mean, to see that ball pop up the way that it did. And then just really everything that game. Jaquez's crazy play, you know, his punt return. You know, everybody just finishing and coming together in one half. I mean, it was it was crazy. I would agree. I, I think that obviously the national championship was awesome and the whole playoff run was awesome. But to me, the greatest memory is is overcoming just a, an unbelievable halftime deficit uh, to to a team that was every bit as good as us and and had been there and had done that. We had lost to James Madison in the playoffs before, and so you kind of kind of had that monkey on your back. And man, we just everything went our way and we figured it out. Uh, and I, I, to me, when we won that one, I, I really, really felt like, okay, we're we're gonna do this. We're gonna win the national championship. It really yeah. nothing matters. We we this is gonna happen. Yeah, no, I felt the exact same way. I felt, you know, we had the an amazing team, and it, nothing could really hold us down. You know, as long as we had each other. So you know, I hate to be the 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 bad guy here, but the highest of highs. And now the lowest of lows. In the Montana State game, kind of the last game. You get to the point where you know that the game's going to be over. Kind of talk to me about that because we talked to Isaac Schley and I asked him, you know, how what was going through your mind as you know is kind of your last game as a Bearcat. So for y'all, given that y'all been the starter for four years, this is your team. Uh, y'all, Zion was a captain. So talk to me about that last game, all the feelings you had going through. Was it one of those deals where you kind of knew that this wasn't going to be the end of your football journey, so it wasn't too sad, but you still were a Bearcat through and through, and it was tough. So talk to me the feelings of that last game being in the Bearcat Orange. Yeah, I mean, the game, it was. Well, it didn't end the way that we wanted to, of course, but, I mean, it's still football, and, you know, that happens. And from time to time, you know, you win some and lose some. The moment that I think, kind of like it had the switch in my head where, you know, we weren't going to end up going to the national championship. It sucked a ton, but I mean, I don't know. There was just so much different thoughts about, you know, the entire journey in general and the team, you know, how young they are and just looking at everybody's faces and, you know, remembering, like, I remember seeing Emmanuel's face and him giving me a hug and I just, all the memories that I spent with Emmanuel and then, you know, Coach Carlin coming and giving me a hug, you know, all the memories that we had spent with him. So, I mean, it, it sucked at first, but, I mean, I couldn't help but smile and just look back on every great thing that we accomplished in the five years that we were there. No, yeah, exactly. I, I feel very, very similar. You know, once it kind of finally settled in that, you know, the game wasn't going to go our way and we were going to go go home, uh, kind of disappointed. It just, 
you know, looking back on the entire college experience, the entire college football career, I couldn't help but be happy and just wanted to stay in the moment and take the next couple of plays to just really, really enjoy them and, and have fun with, with everyone that I had been on the journey with. Well, there, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I think, you know, a lot of the same emotions were, were what me and Dalton felt. And, and obviously, I was crushed that, uh, that we didn't win and, you know, we weren't going to win the national championship. But you kind of like, especially, you know, a, a, a thought that always comes to my mind is, and you guys will remember, just, just the, the brotherhood moment that we had in the locker room after exactly. the game when it was over. It was just like, Golly, I, I'm sad it's over, but man, we are so blessed that it happened uh, and that we got to experience the greatest run uh, in a in a one year history at any level. Uh, I mean, 20, 20, 21 wins in one year with the same group of guys is, is something that truly will never be done again. No, yeah, it is insane. I, I tell uh, people, you know, that I met in, in the process of continuing. Uh, this football journey bad about our 21 game and they they can't help but be shocked i know that that's one of the things that i tell uh, like scouts and stuff you know they're like you know do you think that you're going to be able to take you know nfl season i'm like if anybody can take an nfl season (laughs) it's the guys on that sam houston roster that played you know what was it 23 games in a calendar year and so you know if you can do that you know, the way that, that we did. And I think, it, you know, the team handled it amazingly and just embraced everything. And like you said, that brotherhood, I think, is what really, you know, kept everybody showing up every day and trying as hard as they could at everything. So you mentioned you mentioned NFL scouts. So that brings us to our next question. Uh, what what did you two do? And this is pre, pre-combine, pre-pro day, all that. Walk us through kind of the steps that, that Tristan and Zion – took to to get ready for for those combines yeah so uh initially we had signed with an agency and it was actually an agency that is very close to our high school so that's how we ended up getting in touch with them and we immediately got signed up for exos y'all know about exos up in frisco yes yes yeah so that training facility you know very 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 good they're very very professional and have a speed guy, a PT guy for anybody dealing with any injuries. And shoot, shout out to them because they were able to give us techniques and, and movements and workouts that was able to allow us to perform at our best. Yeah, so it was really just, you know, we were, were lifting and we're running pretty much every day, six days a week uh, with like a stretching kind of day in the middle. But, I mean, we had a lot of motivation, of course, going in. And knowing, I mean, we, we competed with these, like, cone drills and stuff uh, at Sam with the speed and agility. Shoot, huh? you you had one of the fastest uh, <laughs> shuttle times. I remember you used to compete with, with Tristan and I for sure at the top spot. Like, what what would you break? Like, you broke 3.9. Three, three nine, yeah. That was that was that would have been real early on uh, in my, my Sam Houston days. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still remember. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... The guys we were working out with too, that was a lot of motivation. I mean, well, so I was actually alone, I mean, that, we that was my Sauce Gardner, uh, Derek Stingley, some of those guys. So that was really cool. That that is really cool. Now now you bring up you bring up guys that you worked out with, and and I and I talked to uh, I talked to Tristan a couple weeks ago, and he said that uh, Pierre Strong 
was training with you guys. So talk us <laughs> talk us about this. Uh, now, if you don't know, uh, people listening, Pierre Strong, South Dakota State running back, uh, who who we beat in the national championship. Walk us through, and I know I know you guys had to had to have some smack talk towards him uh, during training. I, I know that would kill me if I was oh, Pierre yeah. Strong. <laughs> No, yeah, and the funniest thing is, not only did we work out with him at the same facility, but he's actually signed to the same age. Oh, brutal, <laughs> brutal. So for life. Yeah, so you know, walking around, you know, maybe flash the ring a couple, a couple times, maybe one too many. That, that's what I'm saying. Like you kind of hanging your shoulder a little lower, talking about how tired you are from holding up this massive ring. Um, I mean, that, that oh, that's, every day. That's brutal for Pierre Strong. Great player, though. Great player. Oh yeah, no, he's a great player and a great person, and you know he, he's a, a pro. He handles himself like one, and he shows up to work every day. And shoot, I'm glad he's on our side because he, he talks a lot himself. <laughs> if they would have won the national. I know we would not hear the end of. Oh, if 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 he would have won it, I would have just. If I was in your guys' shoes, I would just have to pick a new agency, a new training <laughs> facility. There's no way that I could immerse myself in that memory day in and day out <laughs> i'm serious i'm the same way now tristan uh you you kind of had a little different journey than zion because you had to get surgery mm-hmm. right after the season so kind of talk to me about that because you know not only is it a physical injury but there's a lot of mental in that too especially because you're trying to get a, a draft prospect you're trying to get into the league so kind of talk to me about your recovery through your injury uh you look great at pro day so obviously everything went well but was there times where it was tough for you because you know while your brother's doing all these things you're trying to recover from an injury Oh, yeah, definitely big time, you know, especially initially uh, just getting the surgery and a couple of days out, you know, you're sitting there with your mind because you got nothing to do but just think just because uh, you're so down bad a little bit. But uh, thinking like, dang, when am I going to get back right? When am I going to be able to do it? When am, am I going to be able to put down the numbers that I want to? But really just trying to stay in the moment and just maximizing my, my recovery in terms of getting all the PT I can, getting all the rest I can, and treating my body right, shoot, all of that factored into coming back as early as I did. And, you know, it was challenging, you know, but luckily the people at Exos are are really good and are very experienced with uh, shoulder injuries. And I was able to start moving, even while I was in my sling, started doing some movements like um, shuttle movements or just footwork. And so when I was able to take the sling off, you know, it was hit the ground running and and just try not to think about anything negative, but also don't push myself too crazy. And so it, it all worked out in the end. You know, Zon. Fortunately, you you stayed you stayed pretty healthy uh, into the into the combine process, and, and and you got that Senior Bowl invite and NFL Combine invite. Talk us through the experiences of those and being around a lot of just incredibly talented prospects going into the NFL. Yeah, I mean, to start with the Senior Bowl, so we we worked out at Exos for about two weeks, and then all the Senior Bowl guys uh, left. So we left in the middle of training, and that was a really, really cool experience. Both of them were, I mean, especially being in Alabama. I've never been to Mobile, but I can say they love their football. And just being around a bunch of guys and just going through basically like an NFL week. I mean, we get assigned to a team. So I went with the Lions and you're pretty much just like a week of practice. Basically you have your team, you know, 
you're having your DB meetings with the coaching staff, the Lions staff, and you got meals and a bunch of other stuff, practice during the afternoon. And, I mean, you watch film, and it's all really, really cool. I mean, everybody, at the end of the day, you know, everybody is a person underneath the pads and the helmet. So being able to connect with some of the big names, you know, it helped prove, especially to me as an FCS player, that, you know, none of these guys are, you know, any different than, you know, my own teammates. You know, they all have dreams and aspirations too, and it really helped me calm down and enjoy everything, especially the week. The speed is definitely a little bit faster. You know, guys are more technicians. But, I mean, from a skill-level position, I, I thought it was pretty pretty similar to, you know, our team at Sam Houston. Of course, we had a ton of speed, so I was kind of already used to things like that. But, I mean, the O-line, D-line, those guys are monsters. Quarterbacks put zip on, the, on their passes, so it's definitely a cool experience. And then uh, coming back home and focusing everything on the combine, uh, that was just putting everything into training. And once you get to the combine, that's something that i've been dreaming of for a long time and the fact that to be there in indy you know walking by the reporters uh talking on espn and seeing their set and everything and having a bunch of conversation with scouts that was really really cool but i mean my main focus was was performing and so you had to go through two days of like medical evaluations interviews you know all type of stuff you know you're getting all types of mris x-rays I mean, anything, like, you would have told them I sprained my pinky toe in sixth grade, then they're like, we need to get an MRI on your pinky toe then. I mean, they are thorough for sure. But, I mean, it's all the business in that aspect. So if you just embrace it and go with it, have fun with it, then, I mean, that's the best way to do it. And then performing on the day, that's just – I really had a good nine weeks of training and – you know, I had support from my family, my mom especially, and, and Tristan. And so that was just, you know, no thinking really. Those nine weeks of training is already in my muscles for muscle memory. So now it was just a matter of just letting loose, having fun, and seeing what happened. Well, that is that is exactly what, what happened uh, with you at the Combine and Tristan on Pro Day. I thought both of you... You did everything that you needed to do to, to put yourself in a position for success. Uh, there, there was certainly certainly no questions of preparation uh, from that from that standpoint. You, you guys you guys were awesome and you handled it you handled it with class and, and I know I speak for, for Dalton and I, but it was a lot of fun to, to get to see you guys get to see you guys pursue your dreams. Yeah, and a cool thing for me yeah. too is I was actually in the weight room when Zion got the senior bowl invite. Coach Barnes came in, kind of said he had a package for him, and then he opens it up. It's the Reese's logo. And so that was really cool. And, and like Hump said, getting to watch you on TV and then being at the pro day, being able to cover it with both of y'all. So my next question is, and you kind of hear about it all the time uh, when draft prospects talk about it, and this is for both of y'all, what was the interview part of it like? Because you always hear these stories that the scouts ask these just weird questions, these long questions like, if you were part of a bike, what part would you be? <laughs> and making you do these weird tests. So did y'all have any funny stories about the interview process? And if not, just kind of talk to me about it and, and what kind of questions were they asking? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, everyone is definitely different just because every team is also so different. And I know Zion had some some crazy stories, uh, some funny stories at the combine from all those interviews. But 
you know, really, it, besides the the funny stuff, they really just do some deep digging on your background. They want to know how you grew up, who you uh, were with, who was your inspiration. And then from there, go into how your time was at college, on and off the field, you know, if you ever got into any trouble or, uh, you know, how much were you an impact on the culture of the team. And then after that, they pull up your film and y'all start watching some of y'all's games. And then they'll go into an install where they install maybe two of their coverages, three of their coverages, just to see how well you retain information. And then from there, they'll go into their own film in which you coach them up on what you just learned. And, you know, it's that, that's, that's got to be nerve-wracking. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's got to be really nerve-wracking, uh, talking talking to another team about their coverages kind of kind of just out of nowhere. I mean, golly. No, yeah, it's definitely pretty intense. You you hope to get a team that runs very similar stuff to, <laughs> right. to what you experienced right. at college. <laughs> nah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the Senior Bowl—that's where the it, the interview started for me, and it was crazy. I mean, it's kind of like speed dating. So, like for one night, they start you at night, and I think it starts at like nine o'clock, and you sit down with sixteen teams in a row. You know, no breaks in between. Each team has a 15-minute limit. And, you know, at the end of the 15 minutes, you hear this big horn go off. And then, you know, you get up and you go to the next team. And so that was pretty interesting, especially, you know, you're pretty much telling the same thing over and over again. So you get pretty good. So, I mean, it's nerve-wracking definitely at first, but you start to get the hang of it. And you understand kind of, you know, what teams are trying to get out of you. So you're a little bit more prepared. I never really had, like, crazy funny questions i mean of course being a twin they're always gonna try to like pit me against tristan and be like okay, who's, who's really faster or who would win in a fight and stuff like that but i mean other than that it was they were really just trying to you know learn about us you know see how athletic we were i mean there were teams who you know didn't believe we were as athletic as you know we showed at the common and pro days at the time at the senior bowl so it was really cool to, you know, give out how confident I was in our abilities and then for it to actually come true and, you know, kind of prove us right. That was a pretty good feeling. So if 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 you can tell us this information, uh, we, we would be interested to hear, you know, who, who's been talking to y'all the most? What what NFL teams have, have pursued, pursued Zion and Tristan the most? I mean, in terms of both of us, well, to start, it's just me. I mean, I went on a 30 visit with the Vikings, which is a really cool experience. Uh, basically, just going to their facility for a day and a half and touring everything, talking with coaches, you know, talked with the head coach and the GM and saw the facilities. They have beautiful facilities, and that was crazy. Uh, and then we both went to the Texans and had, like, a local day with them. And, you know, got to meet the coaches, you know, watch some film and got a chance to, you know, work out in front of them, Tristan did. And so the Texans uh, are definitely looking at both of us for sure. And that's the, the home team as well. But Tristan also had the opportunity. Here too. Yeah, I just had a opportunity to get back from Indianapolis with a 30 visit with the Colts as well, uh, who are also heavy on both of us. So, you know, there's definitely teams all over, you know, the Bears. Um, yeah, we've talked Saints, to the Suns. We've talked to the Raiders, the Packers, 
you know, Giants, Chargers, uh, Eagles, Jaguars. You know, it's it's a lot for sure. So pretty pretty much everyone. Pretty much everyone. It sounds like no, no Cowboys though. <laughs> no Cowboys. Saying, if I had to boil it down, I would say the Texans. Of course, you know they were attending our games. Uh, all the same Houston games, just because they're in the NRG facility, and I would say the Colts as well. So talk to me about a an NFL visit compared to like a college visit. Of course, in college they they let you do the overnight and they try to get you know the students to show you a good time. But what's it like visiting an NFL facility? Is it just kind of business where, like you said, you just kind of walk around and and they try to show you everything and then watch film, or is it one of those things where you know they're trying to show you that this is the place that you can have a good time and the place around it and, and kind of the whole city in between? No, yeah, so it's it's pretty similar. There are some things that you have to do that are a little extra than than a college visit. Um, usually, players come in and they'll give them breakfast, and then they'll initially go into a, a medical check with the training staff. So they'll review all of their their medical history and talk to the head athletic trainer for it, and then they'll start to go into some kind of evals. Like they'll test your flexibility. They'll have you do certain movements, maybe a, a another jump different things of that nature just to see, you know, what they're getting themselves into. And then after that, it goes into any MRIs or x-rays that you would need and then lunch. And then from there, just the days filled up with a bunch of meetings, you know, meeting with the GM, meeting with the position coach, meeting with the head coach, meeting with the person of player relations, you know, and that's usually filled up until, you know, you got a plane ticket out of there. Yeah, so you're definitely not, you know, going out for a night on the town or anything like that. <laughs> but I mean, you're there's basically no, there's no Jolly Fox. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to the Jolly Fox, nah. Uh, but I mean, we we went to the uh, their museum, the Vikings Museum. So that was pretty cool, seeing all that memorabilia and seeing all the retired jerseys and all the old stuff like that. But I mean, other than that, it's pretty much just. You know, business, learning the system, learning everybody, and seeing if this is a place you you see yourself playing. Okay, so we're we're recording this on a Thursday, which means that we're exactly one week out uh, from the NFL draft. What are your two plans as far as the weekend goes for watching? Are y'all going to watch it back home? Are you going to be in Huntsville? Family going to be with you? How how are you two going to do it? Yeah, we're going to be back at home here in. And Melissa, and she's going to watch it with family and some close friends and shoot, just see what happens. I mean, we're excited. This is, you know, a once in a lifetime thing and it only comes once. So, you know, we're new to it too and just really just taking it all in and enjoying everything. Well, it's just, it's, it's, and you guys know me, I'm a very, I'm a very numbers and, and, historical sports random information no one cares about that's that's just kind of how i am and i'm a i'm a mega mega nfl draft fan i mean i i am i'm ecstatic for thursday friday and saturday i I can i can assure you but this year having people that that i i i call friends and and people that i played with and and know and want to continue to know for the rest of my life having those people with the opportunity to get drafted is is something I'm really excited 
to experience. I mean, I am I'm excited to see where where Tristan and Zion end up. I'm excited to see where Jaquez ends up. I'm excited to see, you know, if we have other players from the national championship team that are, you know, late round draft picks or high priority undrafted free agents. I mean, that's that's so mm-hmm. cool. It's all starting to become surreal and man, just thinking about that and thinking of how we're just a week from draft day and looking back on the entire college experience especially the last two years it's it's crazy that it's come to this yeah and uh one more the last question i want to ask you and let's say for some reason that one of the scouts or one of the coaches is watching and listening to walk on radio and you kind of had to sell yourself what is something that you give me your pitch to somebody or to something why they should draft and or sign zion and tristan mccollum you know, I would say for one, I mean, we are some of the one of the most rarest cases of combination of intelligence and athleticism, and you know that intelligence, especially you know, takes us far into you know understanding how to be a professional. You know, not to be late up late on uh, before games and stuff, and to take care of your body, make sure you're getting in the treatment room and showing up early to meetings and everything and it really just helps us excel as players and as people you know we feel like we can get into a locker room and really you know learn uh and meet new people uh in terms of them as people which really just helps build a team and build a culture that you know can help win championships which is something you know we were a part of you know, at Sam Houston, seeing that team, how much it changed from when we were freshmen to at the very end and to winning that national championship. You know, we're team players, and anything that we can do to, you know, get a team closer to hoisting that trophy is exactly what we're going to do. Yeah, definitely that. And uh, another big factor is, I think, just versatility. You know, Zion playing the corner position and me playing safety and nickel earlier on in my career, you know, we can play all positions in, in that backcourt. Uh, and when it comes to defensive back and with the right training, you know, I feel like we can be molded into into great players. And our special teams, you know, we played all special teams in college. So all of those are definitely factors into it. Well, man, there's no doubt that, uh, that you guys are ready for this. Uh, there's no doubt that you guys deserve this. And uh, Dalton and I are, are, are both really thinking about you, and we're excited for the whole process. Uh, but man, thank you guys for, for coming on. Obviously we've always joked about you guys coming on walk on radio. I'm finally glad that it happened. Uh, this, this, this was a fun episode for sure. Uh, yeah, well, I'm very glad we got the opportunity to do this for, for quite some time. Thank <laughs> you guys for having us on. Hopefully it won't be the last time. Yeah, no, uh, I, I think we should do a, I mean, maybe, you know, going into training camp or something like that, that'd be a cool episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anything for my guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate you having uh, having you on. So that was Zion and Tristan McCollum. What a now, fun- which one was which, though? Because oh. uh, on the phone... I mean, we've known them for for four years now, and I didn't I didn't necessarily know who was talking. Well, there were that. a couple times where it was you know Tristan and I, right. Zion and I. Was like, right. Okay, now oh, okay, I know which okay, one's okay. which. But what a fun episode! Now you know they're not on the phone anymore, and I didn't want to ask this straight up, but you know they did a mock draft. Uh, what's it? What's what's the 
Mel Kiper and Todd Boucher. Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw Zion round or pick ninety three to the third round of the Niners. Yep. How do we feel about that? How do we feel? I, I feel like Zion anywhere he goes is going to be a great pick. But they were talking about teams they've been talking to. I didn't hear the Niners very right, often. Right. So what do we feel let about me, that pick? Let me say this. Um, and I this this year especially, I I have been more in tune with the draft as far as what teams need what position what round that might fall in what i've learned about defensive back and they're both defensive backs it doesn't matter every team is looking for the versatility that a defensive back can bring and that's special teams that's playing safety that's playing corner that's playing dime nickel all the above and and both of these guys check that off the list um so as far as predicting a team that they go to, it's basically impossible. There's really no way to know where they're where they're both going to end up. Now, hearing them talk about what teams invited them on a on a thirty visit, uh, and now a thirty visit. For those of you that don't know, each NFL team gets thirty official visits, basically, where they bring a prospect onto onto their headquarters. They, they, they do the whole interview process like Zion and Tristan were talking about, but that's a big deal. Uh, you're, if a team is asking you to come to that, you are, you are absolutely a, a draftable prospect in their eyes. And what makes me happy about that is, is Tristan talking about getting some 30 visits too because yes. a lot of the big story was, well, Zion's getting all this stuff, Tristan's not. But here's the thing, and, and we've talked about this before, Tristan is going to be such a steal because you see Zion numbers – and he is in a carbon exact copy yeah. of Zion. Yeah. And he's just as talented. We've seen both of them play. So Tristan, even if he doesn't get drafted, he's going to be a huge signing for some team. Well, and and you know, you and I both talked about Zion getting drafted and Tristan being he, he would easily be signed to wherever Zion got drafted because why would you why would you not take that chance? You, yeah. you get you get two of the same guy after you and I worked pro day. Uh, and we haven't had an episode since that, have we? I don't think that was, so. That was, yeah, we're, we're really slacking. But um, that was a lot of fun, first off, getting to be kind of the media with that. But being around those scouts, and you just hear murmurs about, and, you know, Zion didn't do much on that day. It was really kind of the Tristan show. Hearing murmurs about Tristan, I'm pretty sure he's going to get drafted. Uh, it seemed that a lot of teams knew exactly who Tristan McCollum was. Yeah, and you talk about the versatility. Well, the big thing for both of them and you, you, you hate talking about the eye test because it, it is unfair for some some smaller players. But we have two six three corners <laughs> right. slash safety. Yeah, they have the look. They they're, they're long, they're, they're fast, run, they're, they're athletic. Jump, yeah, they, they're they're strong. They I mean they have experience. I mean look, they've played as much college football as pretty much any college football player ever. Yeah. They they started for five seasons. And the only guy that really kind of stands out in front of them in terms of athletic ability is the UTSA cornerback who just had outstanding numbers as well. And then, of course, there's other athletes. But, man, the Zion and Tristan have such a good chance of getting on a team. I'm really excited. I have seen a couple articles because, you know, I follow the Packers, and mm-hmm. he talked about it. Mm-hmm. There was a draft. like a, He was a guy that kind of watches the scouts and says who would fit for the Packers. Zion was on there. And I know I've said this past episodes. If he gets put put on the Packers or Tristan, <laughs> all of a sudden we're going to be best friends. Right, like, right, like We've been right. better friends for four years. I'm asking for some tickets, some jerseys. Like We're going, to go, we're going all the way. Well, luckily, but. luckily, I feel close enough with the Twins, that, and they know my, my deep love for the Cowboys. That if, if And I'm disappointed that they didn't mention the Cowboys talking to the Twins. But if they were to land on the Cowboys roster, 
surely I can get some preseason tickets or some some training camp invite. Yeah. Just going to watch, like, I don't know, or Jaquez or whoever it may be. Well, honestly, I think no matter who it is, especially this class because how close I am with them, like if Jaquez, Tristan, Zion, and Joe Wallace all end up on a team, I'm buying a jersey from free. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I have to. Right. Well, like, okay, uh, here and, and coming from a fantasy football guy, Wherever Jaquez ends up, I have to draft him, don't I? Yeah. I, mean, I have to have Jaquez as yeah. on my team. That's my boy. That's just like in Madden when I play franchise. I always sign you, Gunner you, you, because, he, you know, Alvin, Texas, he's my guy. I got to have I him. I used to do that with Davion all yeah. the time. Yeah. Okay, so talking, you know, we mentioned Jaquez, and I know you've seen on Twitter. Yep. He visited the Falcons, and the Cardinals have been a Car- big— Cardinal was a two-day visit. I yeah. Heard. So, yeah. and you know, at the pro day, I don't want to give a lot of things away, but the Cardinals were really big on Jaquez. They mm-hmm. were all over him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Kind of fits that mold. It's the Kingsbury. I mean, but do we think it's going to be a draft kind of deal or maybe a sign kind of deal? Man, I I am, and I'm probably being very biased here, but you know, Jaquez had a lot of publicity early. Went to the NFLPA Bowl, killed it there. Goes to the Reese's Bowl, does really good there, and then kind of fell off publicity wise. You hadn't you hadn't really heard much since. But he is a quiet guy too. I. I'm willing to bet that NFL GMs they know about Jaquez Ezzard. They they it doesn't matter what the lists say. And like I, and the reason I say that, you know, guys that aren't on lists or guys that don't have articles, you would think, okay, you know, that could be a sneaky seventh rounder. I don't think that's the case here. I think Jaquez is going to be a guy that is a fourth, fifth round type guy that when he gets drafted, other GMs are like, dang, we dang. We, we, we had this kid on our list. We know what he's able to do in the return game and as a slot receiver or even an outside receiver. But I, I mark my words, Jaquez Ezzard is going to surprise whatever team that he makes. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, because he's going to go out there and he's going to – once he once you give him the ball, that's all man, it takes. And man. He, he's not – it's crazy because, you know, he's not the fastest guy ever. He doesn't – you know, he's not the strongest guy ever, but he just but makes we, people miss. And, and we kind of joked about it, not knowing – you know, going into his pro day, you know, what's his 40 time going to be, whatever. I know I know that I'm trying to make a joke here, but you ask how fast he is, just turn on the tape. He, he just seems to be behind everyone. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dude – the dude is a one-on-one – I mean, dude, do you remember one-on-ones at practice? Like yeah, the first may- time he came on campus? It was just, It was just – it was embarrassing. I don't, it was just embarrassing people. I don't want to ruin Zion's draft stock here. I don't want no scouts listening, but when Jaquez first got here, he made Zion and Tristan look very did. bad. Dude, you remember their battles in practice? Like, Jaquez got to the point where he wouldn't go against anyone other than the Twins, and, dude, they would go at it. Yes, it's just like my our freshman year watching Davion – face you know zion and tristan yeah just the matchups because you know with jaquez eventually it became zion would win one jaquez would win. right and that's the same with davion they right. would be back and forth and it was just such a fun tape to watch oh, and i gotta yeah. watch it in person oh yeah so it's really fun but hump you know any last word before we end this episode we got a lot of drafts a lot of a lot of signings a lot of cool stuff going on let me ask you this dalton are you ready to be a gm next week because i have been immensed immense preparation for this i'm ready you, you know you know how i am i'm ready to rock and you know i'm gonna do this last minute i'm gonna call but you out if there's any crap draft here's picks. a problem normally i kind of understand you know I, I know the players who's going where 
But we've talked about this before. This year's draft, all over the place. I don't even know who the first pick is going to be yet. So it's going to be this one's going to be a tough one for me. I may may make some really dumb decisions. <laughs> well, I was reading that like you know typically the the Todd McShays and the Mel Kuypers they all have a pretty a pretty set top five six seven picks, dude. You get on any of the big time NFL mock draft projections, they're all different, yeah. all of them. Um, you know, I well, I won't give it away who I think is going to be number one, but after that, there's no telling, dude. Yeah. And the and the problem is, is like when you're doing a mock draft, well, you might have this guy go number three, okay, and that changes who goes at number fourteen, yeah. or, 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 or that guy gets actually he gets picked fifth, so crap. I don't know who's going to get picked ninth now because they're all it's just interchangeable. Teams need a lot of stuff, a lot of different. This is a deep draft. There's a lot of good talent in this yeah. draft, and that's the problem between ours is you know I'll have somebody in my mind for my team in like the and then six, and then I'll take you'll take them yeah. all of a sudden I got to make an audible, but I'm really excited. It's going to be a fun deal. What are we going to do? Odds and evens like it's Packers Cowboys whichever. Pat okay, well, I so think Packers are Packers 20. are 22 and 28. Yeah, well Cowboys are 24. So, okay, look, we could do odds and evens except for our teams. Okay. Well, I'm we'll, fig- we'll figure, we'll figure it, out. it out. It'll be good. But uh, any any final thoughts before we, we close out this episode? No, uh, it was a lot of fun. Tristan and Zion were great guests. Uh, that was really enjoyable, getting to hear their insight on the whole draft process. Um, what else you got, Don? Is that it? Well, you know, let me go through my 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 little rundown. Make oh, sure you follow us okay. on Instagram and go. Twitter. Believe, uh, yeah. believe the this is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast for professionals. You didn't start the episode that way. That's okay. So we have to start over, don't we? <laughs> We're deleting the whole thing. We'll call Tristan Zion again. <laughs> but thank you for listening. Uh, listen on Apple Podcast, Spotify, anywhere you can. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review, and of course, we will see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.